turn to Isaiah 53, reading from verse 7. He was oppressed and afflicted, yet he did not open his mouth. He was led like a lamb to the slaughter, and as a sheep before her shearers is silent, so he did not open his mouth. By oppression and judgment he was taken away, and who can speak of his descendants? For he was cut off from the land of the living. For the transgression of my people he was stricken. He was assigned a grave with the wicked and with the rich in his death. Though he had done no violence, nor was any deceit in his mouth. I mentioned that that uh, concept of substitution runs throughout the scriptures. Well, there are, I think, three strands that run all through the scriptures, uh, from Genesis to Revelation, actually. Uh, the, the one, first, the thing about sacrificial lambs, there are lots of times in the Bible when that comes up. Second, God's provision, God providing the sacrificial lamb. And third, a remarkable reprieve for people who otherwise would face the death penalty. If you wonder about examples of those things, maybe I think of Genesis 22, Abraham walking up a hillside uh, with his son Isaac and wondering, where's this sheep we're going to sacrifice then? Of course, we know what happens. Um, we might go on to Exodus 12, the Passover thinking about how a sacrificial lamb was, was key in people uh, escaping from Egypt and how that's remembered down the ages ever since as Jews celebrate the Passover. Or we might think here about Isaiah 53, the suffering servant. We might think about John the Baptist moving into the New Testament, uh, describing Jesus as the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. We might even think about John the Evangelist who wrote uh, John's Gospel and after whom this church is named John the Evangelist, uh, writing about, about Jesus and the lambs and so on. We might go right on to the end of the Bible, we might go on to Revelation. Think of uh, the, the multitude before the throne uh, seeing the lamb who was slain, as he's described. Christians believe that uh, Jesus is prophet, but more than that. He's priest, but more than that. He's king, but even more than that. And Peter Walker reminded us last Saturday, as he was with us, that he was a, he's prophet, priest, and king, yes, but he's also the sacrificial lamb. Verse 7, he was led like a lamb to the slaughter. He was silent. And his silence on Good Friday shows clear-headed self-restraint. He clearly made up his mind that that was appropriate. Some of you uh, probably knew uh, Alec Mateer when he was vicar just down the road at Christ Church Westbourne. And um, a while ago, uh, oh, and of course, when, when he died a while ago, his obituary was in the national press and so on. 
but even our beloved Bournemouth Echo picked it up. And uh, Alec Materia has remembered. He wrote this. We see Jesus not caught in a web of events, but masterfully deciding, accepting, and submitting. It's sometimes, people sometimes like to think, oh, this was a, just a tragic miscarriage of justice. Well, it was a miscarriage of justice, of course, but it was much more than that. Jesus consciously was silent as he went to his death. It's interesting also that in verse 9, uh, Isaiah um, uh, foresees that his death will involve wicked people, the criminals, on the cross with him. And it will also involve somebody rich, and we now know, of course, that was Joseph of Arimathea, whose tomb Jesus ended up on. Look at the previous verse, verse 8. Jesus was cut off from the land of the living. The Church of England, as we know it today, was formed early in the reign of Queen Elizabeth I. And uh, as part of the Elizabethan settlement, it took them a, a few years to nail down uh, which ones they were going to uh, have as their key principles, but uh, the 39 articles of the Church of England were agreed at that time. Article 3 says this. As Christ died for us and was buried, he went down into hell. That's what Christians believe. He did that for us. So as we come to uh, the end of this chunk of Isaiah 53, we uh, just find ourselves thinking about what happened well, at the end of that Good Friday, that first Good Friday, Jesus was well and truly dead and buried. Let's be silent.